Summertime is heating up at Global Voice Broadcasting. Hot music, hot talk, and hot topics. All day, every day, 24-7. You don't want to miss a minute on Global Voice Broadcasting. It's time for Girl Boner Radio with August McLaughlin. A spicy blend of personal stories, in-depth reporting, and inspiration. Girl Boner is where good girls go for sexual empowerment. Listen in as August McLaughlin, award-winning health and sexuality writer, explores female sexual pleasure like no one else. She's the big sister slash girlfriend you've always wanted, and she loves to talk sex. Only on Global Voice Broadcasting. What comes to mind when you hear the words Tantra and kink? If you're like many folks, they seem almost like opposites. But as you'll learn from our featured guests today, they are not. In fact, they can even work well paired together. Welcome back to Girl Boner Radio, where good girls go for sexual empowerment. I'm your host, August McLaughlin, and I'm so thrilled to have Dawn Beck returning today along with her partner in business and in life, Gerard Gatz. Dawn and Gerard are advanced certified Tantra educators who provide Tantric exploration for couples and individuals in the form of workshops, private coaching, and extended immersion experiences. As a loving, committed couple of over 17 years, they incorporate the work and the play of conscious and sacred sexuality into their relationship, which has deepened and strengthened their love, giving them this amazing bond of sweetness, which you guys will get a vibe of, I'm sure, and a depth that they share with their clients. Thank you both for joining me. How are you both doing today? We're doing great, August. Thank you so much. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us on your wonderful show. It, it's it's so amazing, and it's so great to be here with your um, creative, open-minded uh, audience that's joining us. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes, we're lucky to have a wonderful crew tuning in. I'm, I'm grateful for all of you guys out there, too. Uh, for newbies to Tantra or kink, could you just give us a brief description um, of each of those? What are they in a nutshell? Sure. So in a nutshell, Tantra basically is an energy system that connects sexuality with the rest of our beings. Um, one of the definitions of Tantra is expansion through awareness. So Tantra is about becoming aware of how energy moves in our bodies, how we can quiet our thinking minds, how we can connect more deeply to each of our chakras, our energy centers, come starting with our root chakra, our connection to Mother Earth, all the way up our bodies, through our bellies, through our hearts, inclusive of our sexual centers, and connected with spirit, with the divine. Um, it's about moving energy, feeling energy, and really opening our hearts to more trust, to more intimacy, and to more connection. Now, kink is another story. <laughs> because for many people, for what one person thinks is kinky, the next person may not think is kinky. How we refer to kink is how do we open our minds and our bodies and our energy centers? Here is where the similarities are between kink and tantra to sensation. How do we invite our bodies and our minds and our spirits to enjoy something that is new, something that may be thought of by ourselves or by our partners as just a little bit forbidden, something that really ignites 
our energy centers, our bodies, our breath, our connection with ourselves and with another to invite our sexual centers to perk up a little bit. No pun intended. Or pun <laughs> <laughs> to back up a little bit and to kind of become more enlivened. So that's how we refer to kink. Beautiful. I love both of those definitions. They're both very inviting and they sound like they can be kind of universally applied. Uh, Gerard, let's say that somebody has one of these uh, kinky desires and they want to pair it. Why would they want to pair something that takes them out of their comfort zone or kind of, uh, you know, feels a little bit forbidden? Why would they want to pair that with Tantra? Well, kink is also a way to explore and feel energy and move energy. So for a lot of people, just wanting to explore more, not like what you're doing is not correct, um, but what else is there? How can I explore all my senses a little more deeply? So kink may start out and we encourage people, if you're new at the word kink and that exploration, to start out with playful things that, you know, are on the a scale of one to 10 in kink, maybe one and two. You don't go, oh, I've seen this somewhere on, you know, this really kinky thing and I want to try this number eight thing with you. You know, you want to build into it just like any other study or practice. And the benefit for combining kink with Tantra is so many of the elements in Tantra are applicable to when we're exploring kink, like quieting our thinking minds, like really inviting breath to flow through our bodies. If we're exploring something kinky and we're not breathing fully or we're not quieting our thinking minds and we're into the place of what is this going to look like and what is this going to feel like and where are my fears about this, then we really can't open our bodies and our minds to inviting kinkiness where when we, where, when we, connect kink with tantra we are inviting a quiet thinking mind we're inviting more breath to flow through our body we're inviting an element or the elements of trust and safety and communication so that's where these two practices or explorations really do link up so beautifully i see very interesting so how do we could could you give us an example? For example, um, some common fantasies might be say they want to try a sex toy for the first time, or they want to do something more along the lines of like safely using like a a whip or a feather, uh, a threesome, something of that nature. What? How could they? Um, how would they apply the two together? Communication. One of the most important pieces is to learn how to ask for what you want in a way that your partner can hear it. Let's say a couple, one of one person in a couple is really wanting to explore a new, a new experience to be able to ask their partner for it in a way that is open minded and non threatening. So one of the, one of the practices that we use is called CRC. It is, um, I'm sorry, yes, CRC. Yes. Gerard, why don't you go ahead and describe well, that? CRC is very simple. You can use it in many forms of relationship. It works great here. Uh, the first C is you compliment. 
Um, this the the R is your request, and the second C is you compliment again. So you might say, "Honey, I love when you're touching me really gently and caressing my neck. It feels so beautiful. Thank you for taking the time to show so much love." And I would really like it if you would start maybe nibbling on my ear and maybe biting a little bit on my neck and scratching a little bit on my back. And then when they start doing that, you go, oh, thank you. I feel so good. Thank you. You heard you heard what I was saying and it feels so great. Right. Rather than rather than telling someone that you don't like what they're doing to really compliment that person and then ask for what you want. Like I might say to Gerard, you know, when you squeeze my butt, it feels really good. It really ignites this turn on feeling that moves all the way up my body. I would really love to explore this whip that I saw in the store. Could we maybe go shopping and buy this really sexy leather whip and try it out on my butt to see if just a little bit more intensity on my butt might ignite my sexual pleasure even more? And then he might say, yeah, I'd be willing to do that. Let's go on a field trip. So we go to the store, we buy the whip. And then we try the whip out and maybe it does ignite some extra extra sexual energy. And I thank him and I compliment him and I think say thank you so much for being willing to try something new with me. Ah, uh, I like that a lot. And I bet the experience, even the CRC going through those steps, if the actual thing, whatever you want to do, doesn't necessarily turn out to be, you know, something you want to continue doing each time, uh, I imagine you feel closer just sharing this new adventure and shopping together and all of that. Do you Absolutely. do you recommend uh, communicating about these types of desires during sex, outside of sex, or both? You know, a couple recommendations is for, uh, say you are a couple um, or you're dating, as to make a list of five to ten things that you would like to try that like I said, you know, aren't, you know, the extreme over the top things that people work up to. You each make a list and you can hand it to each other and read them off to each other and see which ones people feel, you know, this sounds interesting, sounds a little edgy, but I'd be willing to try it. And another one person might say, you know, this, this one's really way out of my comfort zone right now. So that's one way. Another way, and we do this ourselves, we have a basket. We have, um, don't want to sound a little corny, but we have pink and blue uh, sticky notes. And we, we write something inside that we'd like to do, something playful, a little kink, maybe a little kinky, a little tantric, maybe a blend. And we put them in the basket and we write indoors or outdoors. So one of them are something that you can explore in your house and another one is for something you can explore and play with out somewhere in public or in nature and so it's a way of people and you take turns picking one, one like you decide once a week i'm gonna pick one of dawn's pink notes and once a week she's gonna pick one of my blue notes and we make a date to to do what this person is requesting. And also to give to give each other the grace of if something is really out of your partner's comfort zone, 
to make an agreement that, okay, you know, this may not be appropriate for right now. Let's keep talking about it. Let's keep communication open about it, but not for one person to not be forced or coerced or obligated to go outside. There's a difference between going out totally outside of your comfort zone or stepping right to the edge of your comfort zone in a really loving, compassionate way and have your partner there to hold a space for you to push that comfort zone just a little bit, that's different from jumping off of a cliff. So we really recommend for people to push that comfort zone to the edge just a little bit, but not jump off cliffs. This isn't about compromising your your essence or your relationship with your partner. I see. Now that makes perfect sense. And as you were saying that, it drew to mind the idea of safe words. Do you recommend having a plan in advance so that you can have a very simple way to say while you're actually trying something, maybe somebody decides partway through that this isn't comfortable? Yeah, we do. Safe words are really important. And the the typical safe words for for every kind of BDSM or kinky experience are green, yellow, and red. Green is yeah, we're all go. We, I'm loving what you're doing, and you can either say green or just say nothing. You might ow, ow doesn't mean ow doesn't mean anything. Ow doesn't mean stop. Right, where yellow means all right. We need to slow down here. We need to take a breath. We need to remind ourselves where we are and what this experience is bringing up for me right now is moving me towards that cliff. And I'm not really comfortable moving towards that cliff. Let's take a step back from the edge of the cliff and use some tantric practices like communication, like eye contact, like breath, slowing down our breath, like really doing a check-in. And red means stop. Just like a red stoplight, red means stop. So it's really important. Those are three easy and simple um, safe words to use if someone wants to come up with their own safe words. I mean, I've heard things like, you know, like uh, bulldozer. I mean, you can come <laughs> up with your own safe word, oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's really clear to communicate that with each other so that so that those safe words are really are really set in stone. And you know, for this experience, we're going to use our safe words because sometimes in the middle of an experience, no and stop and ow are ways to run energy and express energy. And you may not want the person to stop at all. You just may need to say no or stop or owie, 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 owie. However, if you're the person that's hearing that, it may be good, especially if somebody's new at this, to say, okay, you didn't say yellow or red. Um, I'm just checking in with you to make sure things are okay. And the person will just say, oh, yeah, that's fine, or no. And I like to re- to remind people that when you're deepening your experiences and pushing your boundaries and exploring your edges and feeling more sensations that you more than you've ever felt before, that a lot of people say they can get overwhelmed. And we like to remind them that before that happens, you you need to get whelmed. So uh, being whelmed is being as, as full as you can feel and pleasure and energy. And you can ride that wave that I call of whelmness without being overwhelmed. 
Sure. That's a really good point. I've never heard anybody put it that way before. Uh, and I just wanted to mention, too, when you said no could mean, you know, this feels good, that that's within the context of a trusted relationship. It's consensual sex, not, you know. Absolutely. Outside of that, no means no. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. when in doubt with your partner, just like you said, check in. That makes a lot of sense to just say, hey, you know, where are we at right now? I think I heard somewhere that people are often don't talk during sex at all. And some people are afraid to, um, which I think does, does that seem like something that should be gently overcome as well? Absolutely. To encourage each other and to encourage ourselves to communicate during sex um, is such an important piece of what we, what we teach and what we guide people, whether we're working with an individual or we're working with a couple, how can we, how can we talk to each other during sex? How can we communicate that what we're feeling feels really lovely and feels really good. And to let our partners know, you know, we're supposed to be mind readers. And that's mm -hmm. one of the, that's one of the things that Tantra, specifically Tantra, and this can be blended into kink really easily is, is about, is about opening up that communication, letting your partner know what already feels good and letting your partner know what would feel even better. And that CRC is a really great way to do that, to compliment your partner so that you're not just pushing them away and saying, that doesn't feel good. Because we can be really sensitive. Both men and women can be really sensitive and defensive when we feel like or we're told by our partner that we're not doing something right. So to compliment and to say, honey, I love that you're here and present with me and I love making love with you and I love this new experience. And what would feel really good for me is... And then you plug in what you would like more of, whether it's less or more or more gentle or harder or firmer or firmer or deeper or a different kind of toy. If you're playing with toys, this feels really good. And wow, it would feel really great to bring in this vibrator or bring in this whip or bring in some kind of new toy that you're exploring. Yeah. And as a um, man, I want to remind other men that it's okay to stop and ask for directions. <laughs> it's, yeah. It really is. Don't put all the pressure yeah. on your goddess, your woman that's that's receiving for her to have to guide you just to where she wants things. You can read body language, but it's really sweet to ask, say, like when I am honoring, which is giving Dawn oral sex, we call it honoring in Tantra, if I'm honoring her, I'll ask, honey, would you like it softer? Would you like it faster? Would you like it over here? You know, where would you like it? Because I just want to please her. And a woman's body, as you know, and energy shifts and changes quickly. And I, to me, I don't care if I'm going slowly or I'm going faster Whatever is bringing her pleasure and stimulating her and helping her run her energy and ride these waves of pleasure is turning me on. So mm. I want to please her. So I'm going to ask her. Beautiful, wonderful advice. And uh, I love you guys just seem like such an amazing couple and such good role models for everyone listening who are interested. In, and and honestly, I think uh, Tantra seems like such a beautiful Zen sort of mindset you can have in your lifestyle, you know, and I certainly have learned a great deal from you. What is a, a simple step that our listeners can take? One tip you would give them if they just, they want to dip into Tantra and kink? Mm-hmm. Um 
Well, the 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 um, the the setting up different baskets that Gerard mentioned earlier. That's a great way to be able to write down some sexy, kinky, tantric explorations that you'd like to have with your partner. And you can put this in a basket and you can make an agreement that, you know, maybe you do it once a week, maybe you do it once a month, depending on how busy you are in your life. And you pull out one of these and you talk about it and you communicate with each other. Boy, this really turns me on. And I'm a go. I'm an absolute go for this. Or, you know, I'm a little scared of this. I may need a little bit of a introduction to what this might be like. Maybe using a specific toy might be too much for someone. Or, you know, for someone having their hands in handcuffs may may be really scary. It may leave that person feeling powerless, or maybe they've had a bad experience in their lives where they have had their hands held together and have not had choice. So this can be really healing for a couple as well. So to communicate, to to think of your own ideas of what a fantasy or what an idea or what a playful, kinky, tantric experience might be like, and then to communicate that to your partner and open up the communication. The first step to doing any of this is to open up the communication and to try some of this on in a really gentle, compassionate, loving way. Beautiful. I love that. And where can we learn more about your work? So our website is tantricsacredjourneys.com. And that's a great way to learn about our work. From the website, you can email us, you can call us, you can look at a list of upcoming workshops that we have, and we do have a few coming up in Colorado in November. Um, we also do offer a workshop. We don't have a date for it right now, but um, please be in touch with us. Our workshop, Blending Your Palette, Enlivening Your Sex Life with Tantra and Kink. And we also blend Tantra and Kink in our private session work. We will be in Colorado through the end of December, and then we'll be traveling for the winter. We'll be in New Orleans for the month of January. We'll be in the Miami and Hollywood, Florida area for the month of February, and we'll be in Sarasota, Florida for the month of March. Wonderful. Well, thank you both so much for joining me. I've had a blast. Mm, You're welcome, August. Thanks for having us. Yes, thanks so much. Terrific. Such a wonderful couple. So warm and, you know, resourceful. Definitely check out their stuff. Before we dive into our second topic today, I have to give a shout out to an author who was featured on our Dating Hilarity episode back in September. Holly Camier has a new book out. It's called Kingston Court, and I cannot wait to read it. Here's a little bit about it. At its core, it's about women regaining their strength and independence. It adheres to the theme of one of Holly's favorite movies when she was growing up, which happens to be one of mine too, The Wizard of Oz. Remember how Dorothy had the power all along? Sometimes as women, Holly says, we give so much to the people we love, we lose our footing. So true. This book is a super fun reminder that we are a sisterhood and we truly do have the power to conquer our world and make our dreams come true. Kingston Court is now available on Amazon and barnesandnoble.com. You can also check it out on Holly's website, H-K-A-M-M-I-E-R-H-Kamier.com. Congratulations, Holly. We are all wishing you loads of success. Now on to vaginismus. Have you heard of it? Chances are you or somebody you know has struggled with it at some point. It's fairly common. It's an involuntary spasm of the muscles surrounding the vagina. 
It happens anytime uh, something or someone is entering. So if you're trying to put in a tampon, a sex toy, fingers or or a penis trying to go in there, uh, the spasms actually close the vagina, which makes many types of sexual activity difficult or even impossible, as well as vaginal exams. Sometimes doctors can't even get into to examine you uh, properly. I asked Dr. Megan Fleming to weigh on on this important topic in response to a thoughtful message I received from a listener named Tam. Tam wrote, I have suffered from vaginismus my entire life. I have a naturally high libido, want to have sex. I get wet and all, yet when it comes to sex, all my muscles tense up and the guy can't even enter. I am 30 and I can count on one hand how many times a guy was able to penetrate successfully. All of those times it was painful and short. It is frustrating because I can't keep a boyfriend as a result. They either leave me or suggest an open relationship and then leave. The few that seem to be patient for a while all cheated on me before they left. I'm so sorry, by the way. Oral sex is not enough and they don't care to satisfy me either. Gosh. Though I was raised by my mother that told me that sex was bad and painful, I should wait as long as I can and it is about satisfying men – I think otherwise. I want to have sex and want to be able to enjoy it. Right now, I am just frustrated and embarrassed that I can't satisfy a man from Tam. Tam, my heart really goes out to you. Uh, First, I'm going to share what Dr. Megan Fleming had to say in response. Tam, I just want to say thank you so much for asking this question because I want you to know you're absolutely not alone. Um, I've worked with so many women over the years who have vaginismus and an excellent resource is vaginismus.com. And I think to appreciate how much that even though your mom sort of shared with you that sex is bad or painful, that you're open-minded and clearly able to make your own decisions and looking for embracing your own sexuality. The thing about vaginismus is, as you've noticed, uh, it is the muscles are tensing up. It's a pelvic floor uh, issue and that it is literally impossible to penetrate. You know, many women aren't even able to use a child size speculum for a gynecological exam, even to get a pap smear. And so I think it's important to separate your knowing that you can comfortably put something in your vagina from the issue of sex and pleasing a man. The fact that you're feeling frustrated, embarrassed, I totally get that. At the same time, please. It's not that you can't satisfy a man because there is so much to using hands and mouths. Um, but I think our culture is very performance-based and very focused on penetration. Uh, and I think, unfortunately, that puts a lot of pressure on you and your partners. Uh, certainly the women I've worked with over the years, I've had women who've been with men over five years who they still haven't uh, had penetration and yet it's been a faithful relationship. So if these men are leaving because they're not able to fully penetrate or penetrate, it's important that you recognize that, you know what, it's not worth keeping that kind of guy around. Uh, it's really looking for the kind of guy that can understand, make sense of, and take things really slow. And in the meantime, it's really important that you recognize there's a lot you can be doing on your own. So I work with women using dilators. Uh, it's a progressive series. The ones I typically recommend have six in the kit. And basically you're starting really small, like even less than a tampon, sort of the size of your pinky finger. And you're learning relaxation exercises, breathing and Kegels so that 
uh, Kegel creates more tension in the pelvic floor. And then on the relaxation, can you push in a little bit? And the idea is using lots of lube, of course, working up, starting really, really small and gradually with relaxation exercises, imagery, breathing, working up in size to something that ultimately is around the size of a man's penis. And I can tell you in the office, I have the dilators and I just show the uh, range of them from the extra small to the largest and almost always I get a huge gasp at the largest size dilator. Uh, and, and it just goes to show you, it's such a mental aspect that also goes along with the physical because anything that's painful or uncomfortable or even imagine it in and of itself creates a sense of tension. So I want you to start really, really small and take baby steps and realize that uh, sort of dilator by dilator, this is absolutely possible. And to recognize absolutely when you think about penetration, it's to know first that you can do it for yourself in a way that doesn't cause any pain or discomfort. And then ultimately, and when you're ready with the right partner, introducing them, maybe you start with a dilator first or using certainly their fingers first uh, for dilation before penetration. It is a process and it takes time, but I can assure you, because I've worked with uh, more women than I can count, that reliably and predictably, you will make the progress and ultimately you will have penetration that is pleasant and enjoyable for both of you. And if you're getting stuck along that way, uh, trying using dilators on your own, then certainly reach out to a sex therapist, certainly somebody ideally who's certified by ASECT, which is the American Association of Sex Educators, Counselors, and Therapists. Uh, you shouldn't go through this alone and there's plenty of resources to give you the support that you need. Such fantastic advice. Thank you, Dr. Megan. I loved what she had to say. I thought it was very thoughtful and I echo what she said about, you know, finding when you want a relationship that there are many guys out there who are wonderful and much more understanding than these guys. I also just want to add that I can relate to feeling like you were raised or grew up with these ideas around you that sex was negative and shameful uh, and bad and a guy thing and all of that. And still having a high sex drive and wanting to have sex and all of that. And that that was me. I haven't had the uh, physical issue you're having, but I know what it's like to have that contradiction. And I didn't realize until I really stepped into what sexual empowerment is and fully embraced my full sexuality on my own that I started to really see how much of an impact those underlying ideas had on me. So I do hope that, um, as Dr. Megan said, you are out there trying to figure this out, which is amazing. And it sounds like you have tons of strength. I'm sure you have wonderful, um, countless wonderful qualities. And I'm sure that there are many, many people out there who would really, really be understanding and and loving with you. Uh, I hope you find all the love and healing you deserve and a relationship with an understanding guy eventually, whenever you're ready, who's willing to work with you through any challenges. Great partners do that, really, truly. And we are all in Girl Bonerland cheering for you. Uh, to learn more about Dr. Megan and her wonderful work, visit her website, greatsexgreatlife.com, and follow her on Twitter at Megan Fleming, PhD. Fleming is F-L-E-M-I-N-G. To order some fabulous intimacy products and support Girl Boner at the same time, shop at Good Vibrations by clicking the ad on my website sidebar, www.augustmclaughlin.com. My last name is MC, the word laugh, L-A-U-G-H-L-I-N. While you're there, be sure to connect with the whole Girl Boner community through the social media links. You can also check out my blog. Thank you so much for listening, everyone, and have a glorious Girl Boner Embracing Week. <laughs>